welcome to the Align and Conquer podcast. My name is Isabel Ray Jones, and I'm an organic marketing coach who specializes in personal branding and social media marketing to help you align with your values so you can conquer the online marketing world. In this podcast, we talk business, marketing, personal growth, spiritual development, and pretty much anything life throws at you because it's all intertwined to bring you closer to who you are and why you're here. So let's dive in to today's episode. Okay, so today I have Sophie on. She is like an Instagram genius. She is a social media manager. She does coaching. Anything Instagram she can help you with. And seriously, this conversation gave me so much insight into Instagram. And I know it's going to be really helpful for anyone that's been struggling with growth or just feeling overwhelmed by all of the all the advice that we get that feels like it's one size fits all and then winds up not being that way. So if that's something that you've been struggling with, definitely listen to this conversation with Sophie and I'm going to go ahead and dive in. So welcome to Align and Conquer. I am so excited to have Sophie here today. We are going to talk all things Instagram. It's going to be good, but before we do, I am going to have her pick a tarot card. So if you're ready, let's call this card A and this card B. What you think? Hey. Cool. Okay. So you got the King of Swords. So kings are very, obviously very powerful, very strong. Typically they're a sign that like you are in your place, like with the kings and the queens of the tarot, it's like, okay, you are in your power. And specifically the king of swords is very like intellectual and authority, which is interesting to me because I feel like for what you do, you have to be an expert at it and the authority in it. And so this is kind of just telling you like, this is your power. Like this is where you're supposed to be. You are sitting in your throne And you're, I mean, really, you have clarity right now because you're living in your truth. And I, you know, this is kind of just telling you you're here, like you are sitting where you're supposed to be sitting. And I think that is really cool. That's exciting. So that being said, let's dive into what that throne really is, what your seat is, what your power is. So (laughs) let's start by talking about your journey. Like where did you get the desire to even own a business in the first place? Did it, you just happen upon it or were you always like, okay, I want to own a business. I want to be a business owner. No, I never had any, like any thoughts, any feelings about being a business owner whatsoever. I, (laughs) I don't know anyone. I didn't used to know anyone that ran their own businesses. Like I didn't, I, it didn't even cross my mind that it was something I could do. You know, I knew people had businesses, obviously, but it wasn't like for me or something I aspired to do. It just happened upon it because I sucked in school real bad, real bad at school. And yeah, it was like incredibly hard. I suck in math. And I, I mean, I was schooled so tired of just going to school in general. So I didn't really pay attention. And this was like, you know, how you are when you're a teenager, you're starting discovering yourself. I had a lot of anxiety about going to school and things like that, which made it difficult. And eventually I just decided to drop out of some classes, math included. So I 
eventually um, just decided to say fuck it <laughs> and yeah. then just take whatever job came my way and that's how it bounced between like one position here and then I was not happy so I tried something new and was not happy I wanted to work from home so eventually I found like a chat service with a chat with people who get paid per message and things like that so I did that for a while and I got paid from sitting home and I was like yeah this is what I want to do I want to work from home I want to be flexible with my hours I want to do, be able to do this all the time so my friend that now met this woman that owns the business and she was like you can help me you know with my social media help me with my business and I was like sure I'll do that and that's how we just kind of started and because that snowballed with me helping her friends and then their friends and that they wanted help and then I was like okay I'm actually gonna do this so I posted a listing on Fiverr started freelancing and I was like if I'm actually gonna do this seriously I want to get certified like I want to go back to some kind of schooling and that's I aced it like I'm certified as a social media strategist now NLP and coach and I was like yeah I found the motivation in you know going back to school for something I wanted to do it made it so much easier so and then it just kind of snowballed from there like when I wanted to do because I started with social media managing right so I managed people's accounts, but then I also noticed they had a bunch of questions. They wanted to know how to do it themselves. How did that little tweak work out? And how do I post that thing? Or what do I do? What do I say here? And that's just turned into me more, you know, teaching the coaching certificate and things like that. So just kind of one thing after another. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is crazy. Okay. So let's kind of go back to the point where you were like, okay, this is going to be a a business now like was that just really something where you were like okay I get this whole Instagram thing I can now help others do it is that just kind of what was going through your mind or like what what was going through your mind when you were like okay this is going to be a business officially yeah well basically that's again like I I, I knew I I always know what I've like intuitively how to work social media I'm a millennial right I always always know how intuitive to do things but then it took that business approach when I started helping my business friend with her Instagram and her social media. I had to think more of, you know, how to run it as an actual business, not just, you know, post and fuck around on it and just scroll, you know. <laughs> I had to be more intentional with what I did, how I did things, what I posted, when I posted, who I was targeting and interacting with. Like everything had to be a little bit more intentional. And that was, I worked for free for her. And that was a huge learning experience, right? And then yeah. I did a good job with that. We saw her impressions go up. We saw her leads coming in. And we saw it actually paying off, which is when she referred me to her friends. And they also saw it pay off. So I was like, okay, I obviously am learning here, you know, but I want a little bit of meat on my bone, which is why I got certified. And I was still just freelancing. But then after that, I was like, you know what? I actually want to do this. Now it feels like yeah. it's something I want to do. It's something I know I'm good at. I have a lot of referrals and it going, it's going well, right? So that's when I was like, this, this is fuck it. And I talked to my husband and he was like, you know what? If there's something you want to do, I want you to go ahead and do it. And that really helped me step into the, that, okay, seriously, I'm going to bet on this now. <laughs> because yeah. if I didn't have any support system, it's also hard. Yeah, that's so, so true. But he, yeah, but he was like, just go for it. If it makes you happy, just do it. I'll support you. If there's anything that comes down in the future, a financial crisis, something happens, we'll deal with it then. And I was like, okay. Oh, that's, that's amazing. 
Yeah. It's so nice to have husbands that are like, I actually want you to be happy. It's like, it's not just about money. It's like, I want you to love what you're doing. So that's amazing that you have like that support in your corner. I know like not everyone has that. So being able to have that, I mean, that's amazing. So A plus to him. Right. I didn't (laughs) used to have that kind of support before him either. It was always like, okay, I'm going to try to have to figure out this job or I'm going to have to figure out the next job or I'm going to take this job I don't even like just so I can pay my bills or I never thought I would even aspire to be something because I dropped out of school, but then I tried to go back, right? I tried to get my grades up so I can build a career and go to college and all that kind of thing, but that didn't work out either. So I was like, what the fuck do I do now? And then this came on and I was like, yeah, then, you know, I'm just going to do it. Let's fuck everything else. Fuck my all other, all my other plans. Let's just bet on this. Life is too short. If it gets all kinds of fucked up, at least I tried, you know? Yeah, no, that's so true. And, you know, that is kind of like a good segue into what I'm really dying to talk to you about, which you know. So, you know, but you you kind of do, I think all of us as millennials, especially, we understand how to use Instagram personally. We understand the features and the functions, but then actually being able to put that in terms of like, okay, growing a business, which is so much more than just, hey, some of my friends like to post. It's also like, okay, I need people to go beyond liking the post and actually like click to my website and start hiring me or like, you know, pay for my stuff. So Instagram, They came out with a little suggestion for how to do that, how to actually grow your business on Instagram with content and the schedule. So tell us a little bit about the schedule that Instagram suggested for business owners to do. Well, they recommended, I actually have it in front of me, they recommended um, three feed posts, uh, three to four feed posts, I think. But I think they're like what people say it is, it's three feed posts every week eight to 10 stories every week, four to seven reels and one to three Instagram TVs okay. every week. And that's an insane amount of content. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Just that's not including, that's like also stories every single day. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah, which is insane. Okay. So I was going to do the math and like tally up what it was, but I'm also bad at math. So if you guys have a calculator, you just know it's, it's a lot, that's a lot of content. And I know so many people right now are just struggling in general, just to like push out like two or three posts a week, just like regular feed posts. Some of us haven't even begun to even <laughs> dive into the world of reels. So I want to know, because you did an experiment. So tell us a little bit about this experiment, just like in what you did. I posted, see, the recommendation was four to seven reels. So I was like, fine, let's just do seven. Because it's easy for me to remember one reel a day, right? So that's what I did. I posted one reel a day. And then every other day I posted either a feed post or an Instagram TV. So it was um, one reel, one feed post, one reel, one Instagram TV, one reel, one feed post, one reel, one Instagram TV, and then one reel, one reel. And then, you know, that how that whole week. And uh, so it was a lot. It was a lot of content. It yeah. was a lot of content. Yeah, I know. It's insane. But like the thing that I noticed though, while you were doing that is all of the content was really high quality. So obviously this is part of your job. This is what you do is like you create content, you grow accounts. That's part of it. 
But I mean, even with that being your job, how were you able to, like, what was the strategy behind actually creating and coming up with that much high quality content for in such a short amount of time? Yeah. See, I planned it the week before, right? So when I plan to, I already have the schedule, right? I know I'm going to post seven reels. So I saved, I went through all the reels and I saved seven sounds that I wanted to use. And then I went in the reels and I created them all. I used the sound, I wrote the caption and I saved them in my drafts. And then I did the same thing with the feed posts. I used later to schedule them out. I wrote three feed posts and I posted one, I think it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I had that all scheduled out. And then the Instagram TVs, I actually repurposed one of my old Instagram story trainings, right? So like I have these like, how to do these things on my story sometimes. So I took one from like the month before and I just took that whole clip and I posted this on Instagram story and said, so they didn't have to create any new content. I just repurposed it. Because Instagram stories, they're only up for 24 hours. I know not everyone saw it. It was a month ago. I had new followers that so didn't even know I posted it. So I was like, okay, I'll repurpose that. So I think that's what I did for both of my Instagram TVs, actually. If I, I think, you know, I think I created one new Instagram TV doing like a mini training kind of thing. And I repurposed an old one. That's what I did. Yeah. So really prep is like the name yeah. of the game. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Research but, prep. Research yeah. what, what kind of what kind of sounds are trending. What do you what do you what do you suspect your audience wants to want to see from you? And also like you, like I, for me, for example, I don't use any sounds that have crazy transitions and dancing and pointing. Like that's not my kind kind of vibe. So I don't, don't want to try to do that either. So I try to find these seven sounds that resonate with me. I want to create content because I think it's fun to create that kind of content. And I think that comes across as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and just like thinking too, it's not just, okay, what's the topic going to be? It's like, okay, what are the best sounds for me to use? You can't just go and find a random one. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like when you really think about it. So, you know, after you did, you did that for about a week, right? Yeah. Okay. So after a week of posting just all the time, what were the results? What did it look like? Did you actually see any kind of growth there? I did, actually. I actually got a couple of new followers, but it wasn't like an insane amount. If I had if I had one of my reels go viral, I would probably see an insane amount and everything. Right. But I was this was this was just the average amount of views. So what I kind of normally get. And that is between I mean, some, some, some of them get like two to 500, others get around 2000, like somewhere there, um, or sometimes five or somewhere in there in between there. And, uh, I actually did grow a couple of followers, but like I said, nothing insane. My impressions, however, so how many accounts I reached, how many accounts scrolled past my content went up by almost 90%. Wow. So that's, that's a lot. Yeah, so I reached, yeah, I reached a lot of more accounts the more I posted. Because remember, I posted twice a day for a whole week. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when I did the math at the end of the week, my engagement rate was pretty much the same. It went up by 0.04%. So I didn't get more engagement. I didn't get more comments. I got a couple, like I said, a couple of new followers, but I didn't get any like insane conversions, insane growth, like nothing like that. So if you want to get if you want to get out there, create brand awareness and just 
post about the content to get known, I would absolutely recommend following it if you can. But it's not sustainable. You know, it's not yeah. what you can do forever. But if yeah. you want a little extra boost and growth or a little extra boost just to get your brand out there when you have something going on, um, absolutely follow it for a week or two. Yeah. I mean, that actually brings up a really good point too, though, is like, what should be our goal? You know, you're, if you're in the very beginning, you're starting a business, or maybe you've had your business for a little bit and you're trying to grow it. What really should be the metrics that you're looking for? Is it worth it to post, you know, like 20 posts a week to get that reach or like, what should we be looking for there? Depends on what kind of stage in your business you are, really. Like, are you are you launching something or are you just, like, preparing to launch? Are you creating brand awareness, like I said? Or are you trying to convert your current audience? Because it's so senseless to create two posts a day and post constantly. And remember, you have to engage with people too, respond to all the comments and go out and find other people and, like, do the average to the engagement every day as well. So it's a lot of work. <laughs> but... Yeah. Like I said, if you're in a, if you're in a in a launch phase or you're trying to convert your audience, for example, it's pretty senseless <coughs> to try to post that much because they're not going to convert because they see you more, right? What you want to focus on is maybe more intentional content of objection facing, more one-on-one conversations and things like that, like inviting them in. But if you're starting and you're not launching anything, you don't want to convert yet, you want to collect leads, you want to create that brand awareness, you're going to want to get out in front of people. And just for just them to see your content, create some kind of traction to your account. Absolutely follow the recommended posting schedule or something similar to it. Follow reels on what Instagram wants you to post. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So it's really, it's not so much about just having one static strategy that you follow throughout the course of your business. You kind of need different strategies as you're in different phases of your growth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why, but I never would have thought about it. I guess maybe like the, the lazy part of my brain is like, let me just do one thing for everything. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it's also like, we talk about it. And so it's, it's kind of conditioned into our brains as well. A lot of people just say, you know, stay consistent. doesn't matter how much you post, just stay consistent. Post a couple of times a week, stay consistent. Like, so that's kind yeah. of imprinted in us. That's what we do, right? We don't it think really about is. switching that up too much. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why like the idea of posting a lot of content is kind of intimidating because we don't think we can do it for just two weeks. Like if I post seven reels this week, does that mean I have to post seven reels every single week for the rest of my life? Yeah. Like, you know, so I think it really, that's so true that it's that condition in our minds. Oh my gosh, my dog yeah. is doing something. Sorry. Um, it's just that condition where it's like, be consistent, be consistent. So whatever you did last week, you have to do next week and that kind yeah. of thing. So, okay. So let's say, you know, if we're kind of, I guess every business owner, probably, I don't know if this is what you see, but we probably do have like a baseline strategy. So just for those consistent weeks for like maintenance, you know, just kind of being available, being on Instagram, there is kind of that baseline posting schedule that we should probably stick to like a minimum. So what have you found after going to the max? And then, you know, like, what have you found is really the most sustainable amount for posting content? Like how much content do we really need? I would say it depends on your business, right? It depends on, on who you're trying to target. Are they hanging out on social media a lot or are you trying to target people that barely hang out at all on social media, right? Mm-hmm. So 
for me, I my a lot of my clients are my age, and a lot of us run our businesses on social media. I'm trying to, I, I am teaching them how to grow and sell on social media. So they all hang out on Instagram all day, just like I do, you right. know. So when I post something, they're more likely to see it. But if I were to go after some mom and pop shop, and that's my ideal client, that don't ever check Instagram or do it maybe once a month, you know. <laughs> I don't have to post every day because they're not going to see all my posts anyways. You know what I mean? So, but I would say try to do it at least two to three times a week. That's what I try to stick to. What I noticed is is sustainable to still kind of get out there and still get new traction and not just staying flatlined to some extent because you still want to grow your account. You still want to get some kind of new brand awareness. You still want to try new content ideas maybe. So just two, three times a week and then incorporating a bunch of video reels, stories, uh, stories every day if you can. Yeah. Even if it's just taking someone with you throughout your day or showing your coffee cup or saying, you know, what you were thinking. A lot of, I feel like a lot of people are struggling with that too of not knowing what to post. Like what I should, you should post on stories every day, but what do I say? I don't have anything to say. Yes, you do. You walk around thinking in your head all day. People want to know what you're thinking, right? right? People want to see your to-do list. Like even if you don't think it's quote important or businessy, people still want to see it, right? So I feel like a lot of times we get stuck in our own heads too when creating content. That's so true. Well, and another thing that I've found, at least for myself, is when I have like an amazing idea and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I almost am less likely to share it because I'm like, what if I never get an amazing idea again? You know, I'm like, this is the one amazing thing I'm ever going to think of for the rest of my life. I can't, I have to hold on to it for the perfect time. So what would you say to someone that does have all these ideas, but they're like, almost too afraid to share it because they're afraid okay what if in a month I have no more amazing ideas I have to save it you know like is I guess really that would be a timing question is there really like a right time or is there some kind of sequence that people can use to build up to being able to like confidently share those big ideas yeah it depends on what it is right like if if it's something where a little um, or we either on one side we can be very excited about it something we're super excited about and on the other hand it could be something we're a little anxious about sharing or it could be something be a, be a little intimidating to share right. right so going about those I would go about those differently like if it's a little scary for you to share it whether it's something you know positive or negative whether it's something that impacts many or only you it can still be scary to share you know it can still be fairly feel vulnerable to share it and if you want to build up to that just leave breadcrumbs you know leave breadcrumbs throughout what you say throughout the week and if you want to then take that on if the on sunday or the next week whenever you're ready i don't think you should put like on Sunday at midnight, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to fucking do it. Like you don't have to put that pressure on yourself if you're, mm-hmm. if you're like that, but just, just try to be like, okay, well sometime next week I'm ready to do this because I left breadcrumbs and I'm, you're warming yourself and your audience up to that point. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, that's perfect too. Because then think of all of the content that you can create from that one yeah. idea too. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, I mean, really my biggest takeaway right now is <laughs> we all need social media coaches. <laughs> it's really what I'm getting from this because there are so many people that come on and they're like, okay, here's the one trick pony for everyone that's going to work for everyone but what I'm hearing from you really is like 
it's not one size fits all. And there's so many factors, like what phase you are in your business, who your ideal client is, what type of content you post, like all of this stuff plays a part into how you should be posting. So just having Instagram come out and say, here's how to grow your business. Even that should be taken with a grain of salt because it really is like, is that where you are in your business? Is that what your clients want? Um, so yeah, I mean, that is like a huge sigh of relief, but also like, okay, time to get a coach ASAP. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's hard. It's hard to navigate because we yeah. often feel like, even, like I said, we get stuck in our own heads. We don't know what to say. We don't know what to post. We don't know. We don't have any kind of strategy behind it. And the strategy has yeah. turned into this buzzword today too. And then we go on social media, we listen to what people say, and we try their tips, we try their tips, we do what they say, we download the freebie, and it's still not giving us the results that we want, because maybe the, the tips are perfectly fine. The, whoever, the expert that sold you to it, it's perfectly fine, but you're not there yet in your phase in your business, maybe, or you're, you're trying to target someone that is not your ideal client, or, right. you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of ways of going about navigating social media from a business perspective. Yeah, no, that's so true. Well, and you also made a post recently talking about niching and how so many people think niching is like picking their client and then just going off of who they feel like working with when really it's not even about, you know, it's not about picking the person first and then just trying to like force whatever you're doing upon them. It's like, what problem do you actually solve too? And then choosing who actually needs this problem, who has this problem that I can solve. So yeah, I see so many people say, you know, I only want to work with, um, or I niche down to skincare brands, or I'm only trying to be a VA for photographers, or I, uh, I teach people with, you know, whatever. But I think we really should think about, you know, what do you, what do, you do? What do you help them do? Because you can yeah. teach everyone with that specific problem. You don't have to niche down into right. just one industry. Right? You can help everyone with that problem you solve, as long yeah. as you're very clear on the problem that you solve. Right. That's so true. No, I, so many good things from this, because I think it really does take the pressure off of following just a one set strategy and it kind of opens up this whole new world of like one strategy isn't even going to work for you all the time you kind of need a lot of different strategies for the different phases so that's amazing so now now that we understand okay instagram is a giant mammoth that we will all (laughs) after listening to this have to learn how to conquer not just for for all time but for every phase of our business perfect um it like almost makes it easier to manage but also gives us new homework to do um but you know just kind of a, a last word here you're before I even got onto the Zoom call, I knew who I was going to be talking to. I knew how the conversation was going to go. And it's because of how you show up online. It is just, you just show up. You do, not some persona that you've created, but like you do. And it's really honestly a breath of fresh air because as much as people like to say, oh, be authentic, be yourself, you know, just show up. They also say, but have a fun catchphrase or, you know, try and do these relatable memes or whatever. And so it's like, okay, is that really part of your personality? Um, But you've done it. Like you don't do this whole, you know, fake some personality until you make it. You're just like, hey guys, I'm me. And this is just, this is what you get. So 
for anyone that's kind of getting caught up in like how they are supposed to represent themselves online, do you have any words of encouragement or like a quick tip on how you just like show up so authentically as yourself? It honestly takes a while. Like <laughs> I started two years ago. I started pre-COVID. Imagine that. It feels like forever wow. ago. I know. Basically so, 10 years ago, you may as well yeah, say. Yeah, basically just 10 years ago. <laughs> so I started, I remember where I first, I can actually reshare it in my story later today, but I, I started just talking to the camera and I was like, oh my God, this is so awkward. Like, I don't know what to say. I had a filter on my face because I was like, I don't like how I look. I don't like anything. And I don't like, I have to keep a script and like bullet points. And I was like, what do I even talk about? Do people even care? And I was so stuck in my head. And then I just started doing it. I was like, fuck it, I just do it. And then the more I did it, the easier it became. Right. And then I post, and I try to challenge myself of posting things with, without a filter, for example. I try to post things um, when I just woke up in the morning to, to not have you know, a set and a prep and good lightning and you know, a microphone. I didn't want that vibe. I just tried to be like, oh, I just... Whenever I get a feeling to do it, oh, I have something to say. Even if it's just me without makeup rolling out of bed, I want to say that now because I feel confident. Just take that moment when I felt confident and just run with it, you know, instead of forcing myself. Because I feel like that, that too, if you force yourself to have good lightning, prop it up on a tripod, you have that, your bullet points on the side, you get nervous. You, you get nervous. That's just how our brains operate. It creates some kind of pressure on you. You put that pressure on you by doing that. Instead of just grabbing your phone and being like, hey, what's up? I have something to say and I'm going to say it, you know? And yeah. I feel like it becomes more normal. It's more normalized now than even when I started two years ago to have a whole setup of good lightning and a tripod and dance and do everything. So what I would say is just just do it when you get that moment of confidence. Even if it's just for a second, just hit post, just do it. Don't go back and look at it if you don't want to. If you're like, <laughs> if you feel insecure and you know you're gonna delete it when you go back to, you know, hear your own voice and stuff like that, don't go look at it. Just, just let it be. Just let yeah. it be there. Just let it be out in the world. And also, this is what's so good with Instagram stories. You can always take it down if it's something you say. You're like, yeah, I'm not comfortable sharing that. Something doesn't sit right with me. An hour later, just go take it down. That's fine. You know, life's too short. It's fine. Maybe ten people saw it. Maybe a hundred. That's okay, you know? Yeah, in the that's, grand that's scheme the of worst things. Case scenario. Yeah, yeah, it really, you know. Well, and that's like the wonderful thing and the daunting thing about Instagram is we have to keep creating content because the yeah. content doesn't live forever. It's just, yeah. it's never going to be evergreen unless you move it over to something else or you repurpose it later. So yeah. the daunting part is we have to keep making content. <laughs> but the amazing thing is that if you mess up today, people won't remember tomorrow. You know? Yeah, and yeah. I feel Instagram stories, especially since it is so in the moment, it's so powerful to create actual connections. Like that is still Instagram's greatest advantage, I would say, especially for businesses, right? Yeah. Because a lot of the time we can create like a curated feed. We can create a bunch of stuff that we want to share, a bunch of tips and tricks and cute graphics. But what's really hitting home in our leads or clients' eyes is when they see me. You know, I talked. I was in the car today, and I was. Um, I okay. I went to the store. And I got a, you know, those ring pops. Like oh, yeah. Put on a ring with a lollipop. I haven't seen them since I was a kid. And I shared it on my Instagram stories. And things like that help my clients feel more comfortable with knowing who I am. And it helps my lead be like, oh, she's 
a girl. I can talk to her. She's not only here to try to sell me, you know, and they feel like they can trust me more because they see my personality shine through. They see my face, how I talk and how I move, you know, and that creates a huge, you know, no like trust factor. A trust yeah. that will eventually lead to sales if we position it correctly. Yeah. No, and you do that like seriously, amazingly. I've just always been blown away with your process and how you show up. And I mean, now you're making me, cause I have a set filter that I go to all the time and I'm like, but Thanks. how free would I be if I didn't use it, you know? And yeah. it's crazy. Cause I do feel like the content where I don't think about it and I just show up and I just say what I need to say always does the best. It yeah. just does. Yeah. And it's same here. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's because it shines through. People want to see that, that passion, that personality, the opinion, you know? It's so true. Yeah. And like, I think people can really, they can feel all of that through the screen. And we kind of don't give that enough credit that our energy is flowing as soon as someone sees us, whether we're a million miles away or not, they see it. So yeah. Now my children are yelling at me. (laughs) So I guess that's a good, a good place to stop. But you know, I just so appreciate you coming to talk to me today. And I am so excited for all of the really just, I think as much as now we're all thinking, okay, now we need a strategy for like every part of our (laughs) business growth. Okay. But it's almost encouraging because I feel like I have so much more confidence in moving forward because I know if I have a lot of if you enjoyed this episode go ahead and subscribe follow I will have more every Wednesday um If you want to be able to go and look at the tarot card from today, you can go look in the blog post, and uh, that's on my website, isabelraejones.com. If you want to just follow along for updates on Instagram, that's at isabelraejones. So all of it, you can find me on the internet, isabelraejones, I-S-A-B-E-L-R-A-E-J-O-N-E-S. So there you go. Hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.